Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Has the success of the new C7 Corvette killed the SRT Viper? A source in the supplier industry tells AutoLine Daily that the Viper assembly plant will be shut down for 15 weeks. Chrysler says it will be shut down for 11 weeks starting the week of April 14. The plant was originally going to shut for only eight weeks, but the shutdown was then extended as Viper sales have gone from bad to worse. The Connor assembly plant in Detroit, which makes the Viper, was tooled to build 2,000 Vipers a year. But last year, sales came to only 591 units, as reported by Wards. Last month, only 44 Vipers were sold, and inventory now stands at 412 days' worth of unsold cars. Maybe the success of the new Corvette has something to do with this. Last month, Chevrolet sold 2,438 Corvettes, up 148% from a year ago. The Corvette only has 34 days of inventory. General Motors is starting to get out ahead of this ignition switch recall. Up to now, the company has seemingly been reacting to events. Now, it's becoming proactive. Yesterday, the company announced it was recalling another 1.5 million vehicles. These were being internally investigated for possible recalls, but now the company is not taking any chances and announced it would take immediate action on them. You can click on today's show notes to see exactly which vehicles are affected and why. General Motors also released a video of CEO Mary Barra talking about this recall, the first time she has appeared publicly dealing with this issue. Barra admits that, and I quote here, something went wrong with our process, as she explains why the ignition switch defect was not dealt with years ago. She also announced that a second production line is being added to make more of the ignition switch replacements and said that GM is changing its internal recall process. Barra said GM will now be, and I quote again, putting customers first in everything we do. You can click on the link in today's show notes if you'd like to see that video for yourself. Chinese automakers would love to break into the U.S. and European markets, but they know their cars are not quite up to snuff, at least not yet. So they're getting ready by exporting cars into developing countries where safety and emission standards are not very strict. They're even assembling CKD kits in some of those countries. And one of their key targets is Brazil. Did you know there are now nine different Chinese brands sold in the Brazilian market? Their sales volume is still low, just about 1% of the market, but it's growing. And you can be sure that as they gain experience in Brazil, those Chinese automakers will be keen on moving their marketing efforts farther and farther north. I'm sure most of us just throw away or recycle aluminum cans after we're done with our favorite soda or beer. But after a motorcycle accident left Sandy Sanderson with a broken wrist and a lot of free time, he decided to take his cans and make them into these little model cars. They're very detailed and must have taken days, if not weeks, to complete. The first model built featured the cans glued to cardboard for strength. 
but Sandy has since switched to super glue and balsa wood. Examples sell on his website for upwards of $2,000, but if you are a DIYer, you can purchase the blueprints for only $10. Coming up next, are LED headlights and running lights on a car really worth it? That's coming up next on the AutoLine Garage. Here's one of the great things about the all-around performance of our jeweler tires. Excellent traction. Do you need a ladder? Yes, I do. Okay. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Auto Line Garage is brought to you by Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. Being able to see clearly in low light conditions, not to mention being able to see the car in front of you, is crucial to driver safety. Many new vehicles now come with LED lighting, which is far more intense than any traditional light. But not only can they sometimes be distracting, they are drastically more expensive. On average, your typical LED headlamp will cost you about $1,500. What's a traditional bulb cost? Something like 20 to 50 bucks? However, it should be noted that most of the vehicles that are equipped with LED headlamps are luxury vehicles. So it's not too surprising that it's a little bit pricey. But now we see everyday vehicles equipped with LED running lights, and on average, those will cost around $350 to replace. LED tail lights are about $260, and that's just for one side, not both. Now some of you may be saying, Sean, I thought that LEDs last longer than traditional bulbs. And you're right, they do. But it's not the diode itself that's failing. It's the circuit board they're attached to that have trouble standing up to heat, cold, and constant vibrations. And what also makes them so damn expensive, which is my biggest issue with LEDs, is that they're integrated into the light housing. So you have to replace the whole assembly, which could also cost you an additional $500 in labor. Now it's not like this is the most common occurrence in the world, but I've seen it happen a few times. And think about it, how many times have you had to replace a headlight or brake bulb? Not very often, I'm sure. And I'm willing to bet that it doesn't come close to adding up to the cost of just one LED. So just like those 20 inch wheels, LEDs look great, but if they're really something that we need, then I think it's time for engineers to come up with a way to replace these things without having to replace the whole assembly. For Autoline Garage, I'm Sean McElroy. Thanks for that report, Sean. Hey, don't forget to join us on Autoline After Hours this Thursday night when our guest will be Mose Noland, who had so much to do with Ford's racing engines during the golden age of motor racing. He's a guy who worked directly with people like Colin Chapman, Jimmy Clark, and Dan Gurney. And man, does he have some good stories to tell. That's this Thursday, right here on Autoline.tv. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and I hope you join us again tomorrow.